Hey all, Jean Moncrief here, and welcome to this week's edition of The Freedom Experience. This is where I share ideas, strategies, and techniques that can help you as a business owner to create a more valuable business, a business that actually brings you some joy, and you know when the time's right, a business that you can sell at a premium. Now, after all, isn't that you know, one of the reasons that you set off on this entrepreneurial journey? To come out of the end of it with an investment that actually sets you up with financial and time freedom for the rest of your life if if all goes well. So this week, we're talking about an, inse- uh, an essential part of that mix, how to build a successful leadership team. And I get asked this question often, I, I, you know, I often see business owners who've kind of got one foot out of the door already thinking about building a leadership team, creating the team and just handing over to them, but handing over to them too soon and that leadership team's really not prepared to do what needs to be done in order to take the business to the next level. And what happens is that as an owner, you come back and you have to unravel things and, and take control again. And it happens so often, um, you know, even in very important roles, where as, a, as the CEO, you're handing over to a replacement CEO to, to step back or bring in a chief operating officer. And if that person's not right and you've got one foot out of the door, you're setting yourself up for failure. But if you do get this right, if you can put a really strong leadership team in place, you have the makings of a business that can thrive without you. You can go off and take those holidays. If you fall ill, you know that your business is going to survive without you. And what's more is it's going to attract serious buyers. Um, You put this leadership team in place, which is the foundation of uh, having a scalable business, a business that can grow, a business that doesn't rely on you, you're really to halfway there. So let's get into it. I'm, I'm going to share, I think, seven, seven of the things that I think are really important when you're building a leadership team. There are plenty out there, but these are just some ones that come across often and I, I want to share with you and I, I think are, are really important. So the first one is to start with yourself. Um, self-awareness is, is kind of the foundation of this whole thing and, and is the foundation of building a formidable team. You don't have every skill it takes to run a business, particularly not to run a business that's going to be thriving and growing and scaling um, and a business that's going to be ready to exit. So you need to understand that. And it's part of the reason that most of us business owners land up banging our heads up against that kind of ceiling of growth all the time. You get to a point where you just keep bumping your head and it's because you don't really have a good leadership team in place. You're trying to do a lot of the stuff yourself. You probably stretch yourself a mile wide and an inch uh, deep and you're just not getting the traction that you need to to get and part of that uh, a big part of that is that you're trying to do everything and you don't have the skills to do it all so figure out what you are great at and figure out what you're not so great at you know you, you might be super good at selling things or you might be super good at finding great deals out there or envisaging your product or whatever it is or there may be a combination of things that you're really good at you know, some some entrepreneurs or business owners make the mistake of trying to hire somebody to do that kind of work which typically sets them up for failure so you want to find what you're good at find what your strengths are and then figure out what you're not so good at and then bring in people to fill those gaps. And when I talk about 
know, what you're good and what you're not good at. I'm not just talking about the hard skills, but also the soft skills. If you're not good at creating visions or working on values or dealing with HR, you need to take all of that into consideration. And once you have a solid grasp of what you bring to the table, you can start assembling your leadership team. Um, and then you can get on with sort of doing what you're great at and find competent people to handle the rest. So the first thing for me is start with yourself. Number two, you're going to need to sell this leadership team your vision. It doesn't matter where you are with your team at the moment. If you if you have an existing sort of makings of a team or if you're starting to hire that team, you really need to sell them the vision of where this business is going, the big picture. And some owners aren't really good at that. Some owners don't even have this big picture in place. They need to work on that. You need to sit down and create that vision and what the business looks like 18 months from now, 36 months, five years, 10 years from now. So if you want to pull this all-star team together, capable of over-delivering what needs to be done, you've got to get them to buy into this grand vision. And to get them to buy into the grand vision, you actually have to have that vision. What, what works even better is if you can get them involved in creating that vision so they're invested in it. I promise you this will transform their performance and, and help you to attract some of the best talent. So... If you're at that point where you're building a leadership team and you've got the opportunity to involve them in creating the vision, not just selling it to them, uh, so they're investing, they have part of that, awesome. So what does it mean for you? Take the time to craft your vision, write down your values, you know, think about your company culture. Uh, it's, it's gonna be one of the greatest assets that you have going into the future. Number three, speaking of the future, you want to build your leadership team for the future. You know, so often I kind of speak to business owners and they talk about, well, you've really got this management team. I'll, I'll just kind of start turning it into a leadership team. Well, the people who got you there aren't the people who are going to get you where you need to go. So you need to be clear on where you're going, what the future looks like. Uh, where you are not right now is kind of a temporary stage. <laughs> you're on, on this journey and you're going to, things are going to evolve and you're going to change. So you want to hire for the future. It isn't about what you need now. It's about what you're gonna be needing in the next few months and the years to come. So if you sit down and you're planning out what you're gonna be achieving in the next 12 months, the next 18 months, the next three years, even the next 10 years, you need to look at your leadership team or the managers that you have, and you've gotta be brutally honest with yourself and say, hey, is Joe the kind of person, given the last 10 years that we've worked together, Who's going to be able to get me to where I need to be in the next 12 months, 18 months, 36 months? So you've got to build your team for the challenges that are ahead. And bear in mind, you might not need a team member. Who, or Bear in mind that the people who got you to where you are right now might not be the people who are going to take you to, to the next level, at least not right away. You know, you've got to think as well about what this team's going to look like down the line so you may sort of have kind of sales and marketing at the moment and, and some operations you want to map out exactly what this leadership team is going to look like so most organizations have things like sales marketing finance hr uh, even if you don't fill those roles immediately map out what your leadership team looks like and it's typically going to be about seven six seven people you know, finance hr marketing sales product um possibly legal uh, finance, the, uh, those kind of things. So put that together, get, get clear in your mind what, what it looks like 
And then you can start thinking about um, how you're going to fill these roles and what kind of people you need to put into them, what their responsibilities are going to be. And when you have all that mapped out, you can hire people that would be the leaders for each of these functions. Uh, It's just much easier to kind of paint this big picture to start with. So build for the future. Number four, hire people who take action. No business scales or becomes valuable based on ideas alone. It's the execution that transforms all these ideas that you have into something that's valuable and scalable and into a valuable business. So you want a team that's capable of executing, not just coming up with ideas. And again, take a look at your existing team and are they the kind of folks who are really good at executing? Are they the kind of uh, folks who are great with coming up ideas or they neither? You, know, you need to look for people who possess the skills that can help you to transform the business from where it is right now to, to your vision. So again, having that vision, knowing where you're going, um, and then going out there and looking for people who have the ability to get you to, to that vision based on their past performance, because you know that they are folks of action. So you know, you're looking for people who have the agility and the resourcefulness to deal with problems very quickly and effectively. You're looking for individuals who have the ability to innovate and come up with creative solutions to the challenges that are going to kind of pop up at every turn as you start growing and scaling and trying to change or transform the business. And people, to some extent, have enough experience to be able to see around the little a little bit around the corners and be able to see what's coming and anticipate the problems before getting to a stage where you're scrambling to fix them. So you want to kind of think about beyond just folks who take action, folks who've had the experience, who've been there, who can anticipate the problems, and then you've actually got to listen to them. It's You've got to put your ego aside a little bit, and, and once you've hired these good folks, put yourself in a position where you listen to the experience that they have. Um, yeah, number five, hire people and understand the importance of customer service. Yeah, there's probably four key elements to building a valuable business, you know, when you, when you really distill it down. And that comes down to removing over-dependence on the owner, uh, uh, over-dependence on the owner, over-dependence on staff, over-dependence on suppliers. And putting your leadership team in place is one of the key things to to solving that problem. The other one is having processes to support that leadership team, recurring revenue to to keep things going, and then customer service. Customers who want to come back, who are happy to be your references, to give you testimonials. So... Every single person on the team in your whole company should be driven by customer experience. And that flows from the source, from your leadership team. So as you're looking for this leadership team, you want to make sure that you're hiring a leadership team who are customer service and customer experience centric. It's easy to get caught up in the bottom line and revenue makes all the difference. But if if you can build a leadership team that places customer experiment, uh, sorry, customers sort of front and center, or the center of the experience, you are not going to have as much trouble reaching your revenue goals. You're, you're going to get there. 
Number six, be the CEO, not the owner operator. Start to lift yourself out of the day-to-day operations of that leadership team. Step back a little bit. Let them start to take control. Don't just hand over the keys straight away, but just start letting them take control. You know, there there are going to be areas that you step in, but you're stepping in more as a conductor, you know, conductor of an orchestra or a ringmaster, and you're coming in to orchestrate things. So there's going to be personality issues and you want diversity on the team. But a surefire way to sink your business is to hire leaders who, who don't get along and sort of create two divides within a leadership team or to land up overly reliant on a single person. You need to be there orchestrating things. You need to be there as the ringleader, making sure that the, these diverse personalities who bring value all coming together and rowing in the same direction at the end of the day. So team rapport is essential in a high-performing business. Your role is to maintain diversity while hiring leaders who fit your culture, share your values, uh, come from different perspectives, but at the end of the day, all row in the same direction. Now, act, act as that conductor who orchestrates this entire performance, at least in the beginning, until you're comfortable to, that the leadership team can run without you and ensure that every single performer is working together to create this symphony that is, is your business at the end of the day. And then finally, number seven, take some lessons from the sporting uh, fraternity. Every single team member has a role that is their primary concern. So finance, marketing, each of them is responsible for this primary area. And they're held accountable for their performance. You know, you've, or they're trained to be able to switch up the play as the game involves. And they need to be analyzing what competitors do. Um, they need to never lose sight of what the driving force is of what's going on. But at the same time, like uh, Scotty Pippen, I think, was uh, the Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman, uh, Batman. Or maybe a better example is the Avengers. You've got all these different characters who have different personalities and different strengths and different weaknesses and do argue and have different opinions about things. At the end of the day, they come together and deliver some magic. So with that, I think that's kind of, those are my key seven. You know, the, the right people can set your business up for massive success. You know, but by the same token, I see so many entrepreneurs who hire the wrong people or over-reliant on one person. Um, and it just brings a business to the ground. So there are many ways that you can ensure that you have a business that's set up for massive success. These are just seven things that I think you need to be looking for in a leadership team. I assure you there are many more, um, but the quality of the team you bring together will have an instrumental impact on your business. So thanks very much for listening. If you have any questions, uh, you can just reach out to me, john at johnmoncrief.com. Drop me a, a mail. I'd love to hear your questions, possibly answer them on a future podcast. So john at johnmoncrief.com. And if this was something you enjoyed, hey, love you to subscribe, uh, share it with, with your community out there, share it with your team. And then if you need some help with this, head on over to letsgrowyourbusinessvalue.com. That's letsgrowyourbusinessvalue.com. Um, and tell me a little bit about what you're trying to achieve and we can uh, see if we can set you up with an eight-week accelerator program to get it done.